What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemonian, the Spitfire Coach, and today we have a bit of a bonus session for you. This is the audio portion of our latest webinar all about identifying, activating, and leveraging your Spitfire Leader archetype. We're discussing how you get motivated, so what gets you activated, and then how you express or how you show up. You see, we are not all one way all the time, and I wanted to give you some tools and some frameworks where you can figure out how to show up best to get the most influence and most impact. So I hope you enjoy this webinar. If you'd like to see the full video, it is available on our YouTube channel. So you can look up my name, Lauren Lemonian, or Spitfire Coach, and Spitfire Leader, and you should see it right there. If you can't find it, just let us know, and we will send you that link. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, uh, to today's webinar. We're talking about your Spitfire Leadership archetype. And as you can see on this first slide, there is a QR code, and there's also a shortened link. Now, this is a quick and easy assessment, seven questions to help you determine what your starting point of leadership is. Because as we all know, one style does not work for every situation. It doesn't work for every person. So I want you to first remove any preconceived notion you have about personality tests, personality assessments, leadership assessments, all those discs, numbers, uh, letters, colors, whatever they are, let's put them aside. Because today we're starting about we're starting with where you're starting from, and this is gonna be an iterative and evolutionary process. So if you wanna take the test, there's a QR code, or you can use the link if you haven't already, or we're gonna do a quick and easy version to figure out where you're starting from. Your internal and external motivation and expression. Those are the two areas that we're looking at. So internally and externally, how we're motivated and expressing. We're gonna go over the four archetypes of Spitfire leaders. So the superhero, trailblazer, tinker, and systemizer. We're gonna talk about how you can amplify your leadership impact, how you can adjust your input and output to get the best outcome, and how you can activate other Spitfire leaders. Because here's the thing, when you are fully aligned in your Spitfire power, guess what? You activate it in other people. It's kind of amazing. So here's a little bit about me. Actually, that number has gone up. So I am a certified coach. I am actually in the final stages of getting my master certified coaching credential through ICF. Woohoo! Um, I am certified in the resentment release process. Uh, lifelong entrepreneur. I've been making hats since I was 12. Certified in four stages of psychological safety, energy leadership index ma master practitioner, and a bunch of other stuff. And I got a podcast. So if you want to hear me even more, you can stick me in your ear. I have 162 episodes and they go live every Monday. So there is a spitfire in all of us, but it may need to be uncovered. Now, if you have looked at the definition of what a spitfire is, you usually think that it's someone super extroverted, super outgoing, but it just ain't so. There's a spitfire underneath all of the stories, the expectations, the obligations. And we need to uncover that inner fire so that we can really allow our passion, our vision, our future vision of what we want to create to shine. And what that does is it sets the model for how other people can show up. It's like a permission slip, like dropping from the sky, like you're a spitfire and you're a spitfire and you're a spitfire. I feel like Oprah right now. We want to focus on how you're activated. So you can think of this as where your motivation comes from. 
So does it come from an internal inner voice or intuition? For me, I have like full on intuitive hits where the hair on my arm raises when I feel like that I have alignment with the person I'm talking to or if I'm onto something. But I also feel moments of being externally activated when I notice an injustice, when I see an inefficiency. I'm from Jersey, like we don't keep our mouths shut. So this isn't about one way, but about different situations that might activate you differently. You might be motivated differently in different situations. And we also want to look at how you express. So how are you showing up? How do you typically respond? Is it internally? Do you mull over it? Do you think? Do you reflect? Do you experiment within yourself looking at different factors? Or do you express externally? Do you connect with others? Do you act on things? Do you start fixing? Different situations are going to bring out different aspects, internal or external. And we just want to take note of this because you may find that you may be activated in a way you don't want to, and you now have the choice. So what's your type? How do you feel effective expressing your ideas? So is it quietly to yourself on a more internal basis? Is it externally in front of a crowd? So go ahead and just take a note of that. And where do you feel most motivated? So where do you feel that surge of energy coming in? Is it from that inner voice, that intuitive hit? Or is it externally when you're seeing things that need to be fixed, when you're seeing injustices in the world? Where's that energy coming from? Now, when we line it all up together, we get four different profiles and archetypes. So we'll start with the top right corner, the quadrant, because this has external activation and external expression, like on the very tippy tippy tip. This is the superhero, like here I come to save the day. And that was Mighty Mouse, because honestly, like everyone thinks of Superman. And I think that uh, Mighty Mouse was much cooler uh, and had more bravado even. So Mighty Mouse sees something that needs to be fixed, runs in and saves people externally. Isn't really spending much time to mull it over. Is this the best use of my time? Might there be somebody else who could do this better than me? And then we've got directly below it, the trailblazer. So this is someone who gets that internal activation. So remember those intuitive hits, that inner voice, like, huh, something feels like I, like I want to do something about it. Like I'm feeling like, like I want to act. It's like, huh, you should do that. And then it's externally expressed. So the idea pops in from that inner voice, inner knowing, and then it's express, expressed externally. So it's connecting with people. It's, it's moving forward. It's acting. And then if we go to the left, we go to the tinkerer. So this is someone who is internally activated and internally expressed. So similar to the trailblazer in that they get that intuitive hit. The only difference is they're, they're then mulling it over. They're creating plans inside their head. They're not really working with other people. Above it is the systemizer. So similar to the tinkerer, there's that internal expression, but it's external activation. So they're seeing bugs, they're seeing gaps, they're seeing blind spots, and then they're creating systems. They're working on their own to fix it. So those are the four archetypes. And if you can think about where are you starting from and how do you shift? We're going to go over the four profiles because like universal principles, like all things are not inherently all good and they're not all bad. This is a matter of what is the best situation for the time and how do you shift into different situ different profiles for different situations. We want to talk about the pros and the cons because 
if we have more awareness to it, we know, okay, if I overstay in this, I might actually be creating some unwanted attention or I might not be getting the results and the impact that I want. So the superhero, no question, pro, very visible and powerful, clear on their intention, and they're consistent and dependable in the eyes of other people. The superhero doesn't always feel this way though. That's what happens. So they know that they need to act, but they're also kind of looking for that recognition to fill them up. Now the cons, they may be making themselves a lightning rod. So, and it's unintended. So they're like, I'm here to, I'm here to help. I'm here to save you. And like, you're like, I don't need saving. I'm fine. Like, why do you think I need help all the time? And so they become a target for those who don't th see things the same way. So like, if you're like, guys, we got to fix things. we got to make things work. And people are just like, just go have a coffee. Maybe don't have a coffee, have a tea, have a chamomile and chill out. And they may be overstepping when, where they're not needed. So there's a lot of this like type A overreaching and kind of rubs people the wrong way over time. So here are some pro tips. Before reacting or responding, if you feel like you are the prototype for the superhero, take a breath and ask, what's really needed here? How do I bridge the gap from where we are to where we wanna go? And how do I include other people in this situation? So they're getting activated by observing and noticing injustices and wrongs, and they go in and swoop and fix. So the, the opportunity here is to almost tap into a more internal process. So if the superhero is too external in their expression, how do they bring it more inward, which is more of the systemizer? So next up is the trailblazer. So the pros, there's a high likelihood of sustained energy when it's driven by their internal mission. Remember, it's coming from an intuitive hit, which means it's like this renewable resource when we've got that flow of trust in ourselves. And it creates movements of change when it recruits in like-minded people. So if you want to make change happen and you are aligned in communicating that, other people will gravitate towards it. The cons to that is it needs to be supported by others to maintain that impact. So if you know intuitively you want to do it, you act on it, but it's like, hey, I'm here. I'm here to paint the house and build the house and nobody's here. If we're not communicating and recruiting, then we take that rejection personally when people don't show up. Okay, so the pro tip here is to be clear on the intention and the audience before proceeding. So if we assume that people are aligned in the audience, but they're not actually on the same page, it's that rejection immediately because we have the expectation that you're here, you're here to help me build this, but they're not. They might be here to actually bulldoze it, but we don't know. So trailblazers need to listen to others as, as much as they need to be heard. So if we're only listening to our inner voice, we're not hearing all that other input because we're like, oh, clearly I know what's right. So it must be good. So if the audience, here's the other point, if the audience is a bunch of bulldozers and in a defensive stance, no level of force or effort, there's no convincing that will create alignment. So the opportunity there is to seek to understand and get curious, i.e. the tinkerer. So there's more of an internal, let me just observe, get information, and then see what we can work with here. And think about questions of what might we agree on and where do we have common ground? Now we're on to the systemizer. Now the pros of the systemizer, and we're actually going in, in a different order here. So the systemizer again is at that top left. So they love deep work 
and they get energized by making things better and more efficient. They're seeing problems and they're just going and fixing it. Like they're not waiting for your approval. And once the problem or the challenge is known, they immediately act because they're working internally. They're not coming out and saying, hey, y'all, like, here's the problem. Like, let's all do this. So the problem with that is they may see things, more things than not, as being problems that need to be fixed. And they get frustrated if other people aren't on the same on the same page. So it's very similar in that way to the superhero. It's like, why don't you see how inefficient this is? And they also may not be getting the credit or the acknowledgement that they want. So unfortunately, they can seem really controlling. And I work with a lot of people in the tech space, so lots of developers and engineers, and there are a lot of systemizers working with people who are trailblazers. There's a big disconnect. So the opportunity for the bridge is to acknowledge their efforts, to acknowledge their skills and their talents in spotting problems, and then helping them connect to the bigger picture on how other people can learn, how other people can get involved, and where they can hand things off. Because unfortunately, the systemizer, if they're seeing everything as a problem and they're the only ones to solve it, they're actually creating more issues for themselves and they can get really overwhelmed really fast. So if you are someone who has a tendency of being a systemizer, bring other people in to gain insights. What is their perspective? We only have our lens on things and we're missing all of those other perspectives of people who have more history, who have more experience, who have more insights. They might have more relationships. So think about how you can bring them in for more curiosity, more information so that you can make the best decision in the use of your energy and time. And also try documenting your processes and share it with others so that they can learn and make a larger impact with you. So sharing your process allows other people to learn, allows you to offload, and allows you to really build your pipeline of future leaders. Now, the last one is the tinkerer. So the tinkerer is in the bottom left. So the pros, they're extremely powerful when they're working on their own. And when they're in that state of flow, they're getting noticed by people. So they're internal, but the problem is, is they may not be visible, and especially with us working from home, tinkerers are not getting the credit they're probably not getting the promotions or raises because they're all in their head and working on their own. So unless somebody notices or unless someone is tracking, the tinkerer kind of gets lost in the, in the fold of things. So here's the pro tip if you have a default to tinkering. If you love to work solo without, in, like without interruptions, you have to be really aware of where there might be blind spots. So like the systemizer, how can you bring other people in? How can you have greater impact with allies, getting more feedback and more insight? And so if you imagine yourself with just five to 10% more visibility, what would you be able to accomplish? So if you're not comfortable with public speaking, does this mean putting a white paper together, a case study, sharing your numbers, putting it in a Slack channel? documenting it, sharing it with someone who is more of a mouthpiece who will give you credit. So this is where we create allies to be the deliverer of the message, but ultimately you are the only one who can really impactfully charge that message forward. So this is where dialing up in the expression and stepping into that trailblazer will give you even more impact to get your message to influence others. Here's the question, where do you want to apply and adjust your Spitfire profile. So if you know what your profile is, 
And we had another discussion with another group where people realized, you know what, I'm stepping out as a superhero and I'm missing all of the nuance. I'm missing all of the connection. I'm just going forward and doing it. And so they realized that they needed more time to reflect and to be curious. Or there were people who were in the systemizer who weren't really expressing outward their process. They were keeping everything to themselves, similar to the tinkerer. Or there were trailblazers. This is what I get from trailblazers a lot, is that they feel like they are, you know, making things happen, but they're not getting the recognition or the allies. So it feels like it all falls apart and they get their feelings hurt. Now, the thing is, is we all kind of pop back when we know who we are, but they were feeling that dip and they couldn't understand why. Like, why do I feel so disappointed? And it's because all relationships break down because of unmet expectations. So if we expect people to respond one way and we're not getting the response that we want, we need to reflect on that. So going more internally to understand how do we adjust this to get a better outcome? Which profile actually could give us a better result? Now looking at the pros and cons, okay? So here is a breakdown of the different archetypes. And I'm just curious if there's anything that's kind of come up for you that gives you some insight on where you might be overstaying in certain profiles or where you, you need to adjust inward or external to get a better result. So here is a final question to leave you with. What is one strategy that you can apply to gain more energy or impact? Oh, we've got a comment here, let's see. Uh, so I definitely see how a systemizer uh, that documenting to share with others can be useful and rewarding. Absolutely. And that can be used in any, prof any profile, but specifically if you're someone who keeps to yourself, that you're, you're just assuming that people will know or they'll notice, this is a great way to get your message out there to bring others along to increase understanding. Because we don't have communication issues, we have understanding issues. And the more that we give out with the intention of understanding, the more it actually creates the space for other people to be invited in, for them to become part of our, our project, our progress. And then you end up getting more information from them. So we're really trying to build bridges to all these other profiles when we can just make little itty bitty shifts with the intention of connecting and understanding. Cool, so if there's any other ideas, feel free to share them. This is, this is a work in progress. Like I would love to hear how people are applying this. This started just as an idea when I was writing my book in 2018 about how people can activate and maintain their inner fire. Um, and so a couple months ago, I came up with this profile and this assessment because I wanted people to just have something that was more identifiable for them to link into and to better understand themselves and what they could do. So that's all I have for today. If you have any questions, feel free if you want, feel free to ask me or you can take the quiz. Uh, some people get different results. So if you think of different situations, you can answer the questions differently um, and see what you can do to work with that. But I'm just gonna stop.